This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Love After Lockup Cray Cray. I'm Kim, and I support the love of convicts. And I'm Kyle, and you ain't got no liquor, do you? <laughs> Lots of liquor. Lots of people on <laughs> a parole surprising, drinking. A surprising number of people on parole drinking this uh, episode. Hey, Kyle, I have another question for you. Yes. Um, I have some great prison makeup tips for you. Do you know how to make mascara? Oh my god, now I do. Toothpaste and coffee. Who would have thunk it? This show is so informative. It really is. I'm learning lots of new ways to create makeup for myself. It's actually, I was super impressed. And ve- it's very resourceful. It is. Just yeah. a quick warning. We're not nice people. We say bad words. We talk about adult situations. Don't listen with your kids in the car, especially this podcast. Holy shit. And if you can't handle opinions that don't align with yours, listen to something else. <laughs> um, this was a great Great episode. I l- am just loving this show altogether. It was so fun. It made Baby Doll so happy. Oh my god! <laughs> I couldn't stop yeah. laughing during the entire thing. I watched the episode twice on a plane last night. Wow! I, it was. I mean, I watched it like when I just. I felt like I kept missing little nuggets of delight. So I felt like I needed to watch it twice. <laughs> And uh, even though it's been almost two weeks since we recorded and we're a little bit late this time, believe it or not, Polish father-in-law is still in town, so he has some comments. Don't worry. And there's only he does exist. I'm not. I'm not making him up. He actually did, does exist. Did anybody allege that you made him up? Yeah, because he's always there around, and he doesn't live with yeah, us. It's just guys, like I don't just bring him out of a hat. He is. He does stay. He's staying with us for another week. So, you guys, this is the way that Polish. Um, Parents-in-law work. They and, just linger around. And this for is his favorite. Tele- this is his favorite television show by yeah. far. <laughs> yeah. Has he watched Married at First Sight yet? No, he hasn't. Okay. Well, that's fair. We'll, I think we'll, that, I think that'll bore him. Yeah. Compared to this, it's a little too kosher for Polish father-in-law. I yeah. think he likes the really trashy stuff. Too wholesome. This is very trashy, and I am loving it. Um, we don't really have any. Uh, literal evidence. Literal evidence. Um, uh, postcards from jail. <laughs> postcards from jail. The only thing that I have is that Marcelino was on Instagram yesterday, like saying, you know, calling out the haters on Instagram, and that I'm like, oh boy, it's like an, it's just starting. Like, get yeah, it's used a script. To it. It's like a it's like a never ending cycle. <laughs> Call out the haters. What's step two? You don't know my life. <laughs> you don't know me from five minutes of TV. Well, step three, keep watching and see what happens. Right. It's like you have to check all these boxes if you're going to be fighting people on Instagram about reality TV. And I mean, dude, what I don't understand what they expect. Like every public figure gets hate, you know? I know. Did you expect every person to love you? And the haters are always louder than the people that are into you. If you, yeah, if you can't handle people shit talking you on instagram you kind of got to get off instagram yeah just delete your profile then <coughs> so i don't know that's the only evidence that i have um, um sarah posted something just a couple minutes ago yeah 
where she posted a picture of herself <clears throat> and essentially said, this was the last time I was happy with you, uh, with Michael. <laughs> oh, my. So she doesn't actually spoil anything about the season, which. Because the, the picture is from, <clears throat> to clarify, the picture is from before he went to jail, right? No, I think this this picture, it's clear that it's the last time she was with Michael after he got out. Before she found out about Megan, his queen Megan, which isn't really spoiling anything that she finds out. Like, of course she's going to find out, right? Sure, of course. Yeah, no, I haven't actually looked at Instagram too much because I don't want any spoilers. The yeah. only thing that I have seen are pictures of Marcelino and Brittany together, but yeah. I don't know if that's if they're just like playing nice or if they really are still together. We will see. And uh, season one spoiler, we did f- confirm for sure that um, Mormon Girl is no longer together with what's-his-name. Yes. Yeah. He's back in jail. Andrea. Yeah. He... Uh, have her and her kids moved back to Utah yet? Not sure about that. God, I hope so. Those yeah. poor kids. <laughs> they really hated They really <laughs> hated uh, the hood of L.A. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't good. So before we get into the episode, if you need to wait to watch... You can go to Sling TV. If you go to 90dayfiancenews.com slash watch, I will walk you through the exact plan you need on Sling TV in order to watch Love After Lockup and 90 Day Fiance and Married at First Sight, all your favorite shows. This is all a cart television, people, if you're looking to cut the cord and save money in the new year. I know that's a lot of people's New Year's resolution. Um, this is definitely a way to do so. And you can add on a cloud DVR for five bucks. And you can also go to Love After Lockup craycray.com 90dayfiancenews.com any url you could probably imagine i think it's love after lockup podcast.com we probably bought cray cray too i i do the url (laughs) buying around here it gets a little absurd sometimes and on there you'll find our store where which if you're really obsessed with love after lockup cray cray we got some merchandise on there that's just fun and just silly stuff yeah it's super fun anyway um Anything else? The rest of this podcast is ad free today. Yeah. So happy new year. Merry Christmas. Happy new year. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Um, All right. Matt and Caitlin, I have us first. Yeah. There's so much to talk about this. This show in general is just so it moves so much faster than 90 day. Like let's condense down to like 42 minutes. Yeah. And I feel like just as much shit happens. I have just as much fucking episode. Yeah. It's crazy. So anyway, uh, I never finished parole. Like first, first zinger. Oh my god! I don't want to go back to prison, but if I have to, I'm gonna thrive. I'm gonna I'm thrive. Like, Hashtag best life. Like, dude, you. It already sounds like he already believes he's gonna go back to prison. He, he, yeah, he. He's already made his mind up. Well, he's mentioned like six times about how usually by now I'd already be on drugs. Yeah. That basically means as soon as they get in a fight, he's or, gonna, or as soon as he gets a little bit bored. Yeah. He's going to be on drugs again. It's so messed up. And Caitlin does kind of have a little bit of this kind of Marcelino complex where she's playing savior. Yeah. Do you think? I agree. Like she kind of wants to fix him? Well, right now they're banging so much that she's like <laughs> euphoric. She's full of his babies. She's full of his babies, but he's not full of teeth. He really needs to fill in that bottom tooth. <laughs> well, Holy they, shit. They're like still like 20 minutes out of prison. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So anyway, we kick off the episode with Caitlin and Matt like in the car, pulling over to the side of the road to just bang in a forest. They're covered in bugs and like wood <laughs> chips. <laughs> also, Caitlin. Like fluff- so many sounds. <laughs> so many sounds. Dude, the audio on like the kissing noises <laughs> oh. makes me physically ill <laughs> all of the couples it's just like yeah oh, God, 
Don't. It's disgusting. I hate, like in Hollywood movies, I hate listening to people kiss and I just think it's gross. But like, this is like 20 times worse. Just imagine when. uh... (laughs) I can't. I can't. It's too disgusting. (laughs) Are you. Ew, I don't... You know who I'm talking about. I don't know. Just imagine when uh, Old Toothless finally gets a kiss in, Clint? what it's going to sound oh, like. Scott? Scott. Poor Scott. <laughs> yeah, it was a good kid. No, gross. Ugh. I forgot to mention that at the beginning. We didn't have any Angela and Tony or Scott and Lizzie in this episode, and I have to say my anxiety level was much lower watching this with no Scott and Lizzie. Totally. And, they I gave mean, me anxiety. By this point, we kind of... It's kind of confirmed by default that the other guy ain't getting out of jail. Yeah, no, Tony. It's it's a Marta situation. It, it, there's no there's no story. There's no I don't story. know why they signed them again. Because I, it sounds like she's pretty entertaining. Like yeah. the thing that she showed. I mean, she's making out with a Caesar salad on the phone with him. It's pretty funny. We'll yeah. See. Anyway, okay, back to Caitlin. So first stop, banging in the forest. Um, I did good. I did good. Uh-huh. Wow. What? <laughs> it didn't seem like it lasted. Self review. I did good. She the did best, okay too. And according to her, the best sex I ever had. Oh my god! Like with bugs crawling up your boo hole. Yeah, but it's different because she's in love. She's never oh, had oh, sex it's... with somebody that she knew was her soulmate. Sorry, yeah. I. Why am I minimizing it? I'm such an asshole. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I. She like cries talking about it. It's... I think you filled me up with some babies. <laughs> so <laughs> My tummy is full. I wanted Ew. to fucking barf. It was so gross. That was gnarly. It's so weird. How that she... is probably the gnarliest thing I've ever heard anyone say on television. Like one, I'm like gagging. I I don't understand how she's like. Babies are not as big of a commitment to her as marriage. Yeah, she's totally cool with not getting married. But do you think that they used a condom? No, hell no. No. This is like softcore porn. It yeah. was it's super trashy. It was one step away. I mean, I it's it's gross. I I will say though, backtracking to when she's talking about shower gel and getting him the quote unquote poofy thing. It's called a loofah, dude. It's called a fucking loofah. Get it straight. Or a sponge. I'm assuming you got him a loofah for 99 cents at the Walmart. Oh, right, yeah. Which is where I buy my loofahs. But yeah. So they bang a lot. And then um, they go out into the woods again. And at this point, Polish father-in-law was convinced that they just like bugs. <laughs> they are entomologists. <laughs> I, well, they get the cabin. They go to this cabin. Which right? they, just, they just bang. They don't even yeah. show anything. They just have like the token like in bed with no clothes on. And oh, the camera just happens to be there. Oh, 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 oh my. Hello. Yeah. I don't know. What did you think about this like weird proposal? She like clearly states she does not want to get engaged and then he like proposes I to her. I don't know. He she says she doesn't want to get married. But like if you're engaged, you should that's like Yeah, but it could be a long engagement. I don't know. Like why? I don't, I don't understand know. long engagements though, so that's just me. He, he Personal wants preference. to move. He wants I don't understand why he wants to move so fast. What's yeah, I don't me understand neither. the motivation. Well, because he knows he's going back to jail and he's got to like get it locked down before he goes but, back. But like lockdown what? 
Is there a special, I don't mean, someone needs to fill us in. Like, what special rights do you have as a spouse that maybe other people don't? Conjugal visits? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's all this is about. He just needs to do some meth and just ensure that he can bang (laughs) when he's in prison. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he's trying to lock it down so hard. But, like, the proposal with the flower was dumb. I, I didn't get it. And then she launches, like, it was weird. After the proposal, she launched straight into, like, he's got to work and, like, this whole, like, speech about how he's got to get a job. Well, I think that's previewing the drama. Yeah, because he says he just wants to have some fun, (laughs) which I'm very concerned about what that means. Just a little meth. Just a little bit. He's going to toe the line, remember? (laughs) Don't worry about it. All in moderation. Uh, Tracy and Clint? This They had a lot. This was Oh, my God. Clint, such a delight. Such a delight to watch. So creepy and weird. I really, really want to go jeans shopping for him. Ill-fitting jeans. <laughs> ill-fitting denim. Clint starts off with dropping a little knowledge on you. Jail changes people. It ages you. You've been in jail. It's fucking damn right it does. Kyle, two women previously married this guy. I know. Two. Not just one. Yeah. Two. I don't... I don't know who the other one was, but one was on television, and she seemed pretty normal for Clint. I wonder if she had the I want to speak to the manager look at all times also. <laughs> Not sure. Um, so Clint's worried that she might look a little bit different, but I don't know. I actually think that Tracy looked pretty damn good for almost being 40 years old and having done a lot of time in prison. And the makeup, no makeup. The makeup job. It's actually really impressive. Oh, my God. So she comes out with makeup on. My wife is going to try that later. Oh, my God. There's no way I'm putting fucking toothpaste in my eyes, but <laughs> let her report back to me. Um, <laughs> I, I have in my notes that Clint is like Ricky waiting for Melissa outside the jail. He's like screaming at the concrete <laughs> at 630 in the morning. Yeah. And just like Melissa, she shows up, but two and a half hours late. <laughs> <laughs> And I love how, like, they try to do the romantic, like, I'm going to pick her up thing, but he, like, kind of struggles to pick her up. He's, like, sitting there, like, pacing around for, like, three hours, and my wife was like, there there might have been some meth here, too, in the morning. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So she's carrying this, like, weird envelope. It's literally, like, all throws she throws it in the, in the world, street. And then somebody honks at her when she throws it in the street. It was great. He can barely hold her up. So she says that she gained, like, what, like, 25 she pounds She says or 25 something. pounds. I, I don't think she looks, looks big, fine. actually. Yeah, but he's – I don't think Clint uh, pumps iron in no. his spare time. No, so he does not. He has a little bit of a hard time. So she's wearing pencil for – Yeah, he asks about her eye makeup, and yeah. it's literal pencil for her eyeliner. Which I can't even wow. imagine. You have to like prep. I just don't understand how that it's works. It's like specks of graphite. It's Ooh, it can't be good. It's lead. It's not lead anymore. They don't, oh, that's true. But yeah, it's graphite. It's Ooh. not good. It doesn't seem good. And then coffee so, so and like, toothpaste mixed together for mascara. <laughs> Polish father-in-law turned to my wife and he was like, see, you save lots of money going to prison. <laughs> he, he grew up in communism, so he was very excited. <laughs> He grew up behind the wall. Yeah, he, he thought it was so great the uh, the makeup tutorial. It would be very interesting, actually, to look at like how women in the Soviet Union uh, like accommodated makeup, yeah. lack yeah. of makeup. So when when she said um, th- th- this last like first scene, like one of the first things that Tracy says is like, "I tend to violate parole." <laughs> I have that as my next note. And my wife was like. Please don't have children. I know. Please don't. I'm not very good on probation, she says. I tend to violate. I know that about myself. Step one, know thyself. But still talking about having babies right off the bat. Yeah. 
this is going to be fun. <laughs> oh, my. So she wants her hair done. She's clearly just using Clint. I mean, she goes oh to this God. beauty salon. They're in Houston, right? Or Dallas, Dallas, I Dallas. think. Dallas. They're somewhere in Texas, a major Texan city. Yeah. And it just seemed like, look, I don't dye my hair, so I have no idea how much it costs. I know it's not cheap, but $350 and then an extra like 85 well, for the cut? He didn't have to take her to the place. They could have gotten a dye kit, right? Yeah. Well, I think so. Like, yeah, you want to get a nice haircut, fine. But just the fact that that was the first thing is suspicious to me. Yeah. 22 minutes out of prison, and they go straight there. You could have gone to Target and gotten, like, a, a bleach kit. And then, yeah, you could have got your hair done nice, but that would have cost, like, yeah, 85, 100 bucks. It's just, like, <coughs> it's just weird how these people, like, some of the people in the show just spend money like it's no object. Like, the same thing with Scott and Lizzie at, like, the convenience store where they blew, like, 250 bucks on fucking snacks. I'm that just- I kind of get, except... <laughs> Like, go to Target and, like, save money. Right. It just doesn't make sense. Like, you have a $1,000 budget for this entire well, trip. Well, that's absurd. Yeah. I mean, he blew through that in literally one day. Yeah, I, I know. I mean, talking about the bar tab here is 350 bucks for hair at the salon, $350 more on lingerie. Who is... <sighs> I have some comments on the lingerie, but first, yeah. what... Like... I pay $85 to get my hair cut at like a pretty fancy place. I go to a super fancy place because they give me beers and massage sure. me. And I pay 50 Yeah. And we're, we live in a pretty expensive area. Everything, no, everything is expensive. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just like, it just seems weird. Like he must have taken her to a super nice salon. Because Houston is cheap. Well, a lot of people comparatively said to where a lot of people said like 350 bucks isn't like completely crazy yeah. for all the stuff that they did. Sure. But yeah, you're right. It's Houston. And also like. You don't have to go to a upper, higher end salon. Yeah, take her to if you're on a budget. Like if you're on a budget. Yeah. Right. If you're, I mean, I get it from her perspective. She just spent a lot of time in jail. She wants to feel fancy and nice. Yeah, she wants to wash the prison off of her. I get it. That's I get her perspective, but Clint needs like I guess from Clint's perspective, he's enamored and doesn't he doesn't want the first thing. That they no. do is, yeah, to say no, which kind of is her fault for even putting him in that position. Oh, she's to, I think she's using him. But then she, yeah. I mean, girl comes with a list. You ain't got no liquor. I, I'm like, I saw this and my immediate reaction was like, oh, you can, maybe it's because like her crime was more financial and it's not drug related that she's allowed to drink or like there's no restrictions on parole about drinking. Yeah, that's a great question. So I don't know. They, they there's no comment yet about like, any history of addiction with her, but she right away wants wine and she's like, this wine is good. Um, here's my list. Get me pomegranate. She's very obsessed with pomegranate. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure concerning. they don't have that in the clink. No, they don't. One of the things she said was, um, she was kind of explaining her crime to the hairdresser. Oh my God. This was my favorite part of the entire episode. So what is, what was the quote from her? She said, if I just get state time, it's no big deal. Yes. What? If I get caught at state time, what? I'll be all right, is what she says. And then she's like, then it was federal. By the way, she says that she went to prison for fraudulent paro checks. What are those? I think payroll. Oh, payroll. Oh, that's, <laughs> dude. Um, I want to know more details about this. Like, was she putting it into a personal account? And if so, how did she expect not to get caught? I've worked at places and my wife has worked at places, multiple places in our careers where people 
in like accounting get fired for trying to forge stuff. Really? It happens all the time. Wow. I mean, checks are very, I've been victim of a fraudulent check before. Like somebody copied my account number and like wrote a bunch of crazy checks. Yeah. But I mean, it's pretty easy to do actually. That's why you get a lot of time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't understand. I mean, I, I assume that a federal prison is much worse than a state prison, but like, why would she be okay with going to a state prison? I, that's what I mean. I don't understand that at all. Anyway. Okay. Can we talk about lingerie shopping? Absolutely. <laughs> why the fuck is Clint buying $150 bras? Okay. Look, I am a adult woman with like a job and a career and I have never in my life spent 150 fucking dollars on a bra. Never. He's completely insane and infatuated. I also wonder if he doesn't really know what things cost. And yeah. And these people are taking advantage of him. And $65 on one pair of underwear? Like, come on, dude. Like, you can buy- I didn't know that existed. No. Like, outside of, like, Paris. Yeah, exactly. Like, if I was in, like, a nice lingerie store in, like, Paris or London or somewhere, I might expect that. But, like, come on. And you can, like, get really cute stuff. For, like, way cheaper than that. Like, just go to Victoria's Secret. Like, the most expensive thing that you'll find, like, bra that you'll get at 60 bucks. I don't know why you're complaining so much, Kim. It's great memories. <laughs> Very good quality. Good sales pitch. Oh, my it's God. It's great memories. Also, if Clint says undergarments one more time, I might barf. <laughs> um, yeah. Polish father-in-law was like, this is crazy. <laughs> eBay much better. And then my wife turned to him and he, she was like... Dad, this is why you don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he buys her underwear on eBay. eBay. Oh, that's a that's a concern. Uh, I mean, the dress. I was confused because when he shows back up, she's like wearing this dress. It was whoa. It was not okay. It looked like, I mean, it looked like something you wear uh, on Sunset Boulevard at eleven thirty p.m. It literally looked like the dress that Julia Roberts wore in Pretty Woman. Yeah. Before the transformation. But she barely but she barely fit into it anymore, which made it even kind of trashier looking. Yes. Maybe it looked more reasonable before she went into prison. I don't know. Yeah, it, it was but, it woo. was very short. She was just missing Not some okay. like six inch stilettos to go. I mean, with it. whatever. Women can wear whatever they want. It's your body. Hair looked great. Hair looked fantastic. Yeah. I mean Clint jizzes his pants as soon as he sees her. <laughs> you can't even just like mumbling my goddess my goddess little weird little creepy i'm so excited for next episode because he said made baby doll so happy (laughs) wow he says that he's taking her to the fanciest restaurant in houston oh i hope she wears that dress that and And he wears his like little uh mama's boy sweater (laughs) oh my god i just cannot wait to find out what clint thinks the fanciest restaurant in houston is oh yeah like, what is this? Is it going to be like a cheese? I hope it's like at least like a steakhouse. Like long, like Longhorn? Yeah. <laughs> like, does that, is that what he's he classifies take, as a fancy restaurant? Oh, he's going to take her to Black Angus. Watch. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Marcelino and Brittany? Uh, I have Marcelino's name written as Marceline. No! <laughs> Okay, before we had said that this is the only legit couple, I still believe that to be true. But there are some issues now. Yeah. We knew the honeymoon would be over after episode three. I have to say that Brittany- It didn't last very long. No, it didn't. Brittany's still my favorite person on the show. Oh, 100%. I'm totally with you. I'm really into Brittany. I want to be her friend. Me too. Well, let's not say that too too hard. Literally not. Not literally. (laughs) 
Yeah. Did you know that he was a writer? Did we talk about this? No. It said he was a writer. Hmm. Maybe he's like a self-help, like, you know. I could see that. You know, I gotta follow the mission. Oh my god. (laughs) So they go to the, he takes her to a casino. And you can tell that she has anxiety. She doesn't even want to valet the car. Well, she's uncomfortable because she's still in her prison clothes. And like she says, all she wants is to take a shower and change. And there's just a lot going on at a casino. Yeah. And she says, like, the crowd is giving her anxiety. And, like, the first thing you see is, like, a mermaid swimming in, like, a fish tank. It's got to be incredibly surreal. And he's, like, trying to take her in the fucking Little Mermaid store. I'm like, get the girl up to the hotel room so she can take a shower. It's all she's been asking for. He's, like, dragging her around. Yeah. It's kind of weird. So it starts off... Poorly already. Yeah. But she's like, I'm just so uncomfortable. I need to change. Please yeah. take me. Anyway. What did you think about the hotel room decorations? It was cute, right? Yeah, it was nice. And the he, dress was weird. She didn't like the no. dress. But it was nice that he like tried. And she played it off well. She did. She didn't like go like, eh. Like she didn't Lizzie him. No, she's super chill. That's why I like her. She yeah. was like he, she was like, Marceline is the only one that liked the dress, but whatever. You know, it was a nice gesture. Yeah. Yeah. And then he got her a gift. The uh, gift was super thoughtful. Yeah. It was sad. She said she used to have the quarter bucks, you know, or her parents were both alcoholics and she used to collect them as a kid, but then they stole them to buy booze. Which so, you probably, yeah, you probably were able to buy like a six pack. But the, the thing is, like, I, my dad and I collected coins when I was a kid. And some of those quarters, especially from like the 1920s or during like the, the world wars, mm-hmm. those coins are worth a lot because they're made of different materials and they're, they've been taken out of circulation. Mm-hmm. So they're pretty rare. So obviously like you walk into a liquor store and you just plop down 50 quarters, you know, it's yeah, at the liquor store, it's worth five bucks. But a lot of those coins, like if, if they had bothered to spend an extra 10 minutes, they could have taken them to like a collector and probably made a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. But I guess if you're that gnarly that you are stealing your kid's quarter collection, you maybe you're not thinking that far ahead anyway. I know, seriously. It's really, it's really sad. So Brittany um, intimates again that she's bisexual. Yeah. Um, Two and a half years since I slept with a man. <laughs> with a man. Made it very clear. Yeah. And then Marcelino like pops the champagne. But isn't she an addict? Yeah. Okay. So like why? Like this is not good. Yeah, she doesn't really. Um, I mean, her parents were both alcoholics, right? A and they just she just got done saying her parents were alcoholics that stole money from her, and then he starts like drinking. Uh, kind of weird. She doesn't seem to be that like freaked out by it though. No, but she maybe doesn't. she's just like nervous to tell him no at this point. So. I also didn't see her drink. Yeah. So maybe she said no, but it's just like I mean that's kind of a rude thing to do. Right. If she's not drinking or trying not to just, drink. Just like he's, he's been very thoughtful, but also totally careless in other ways, too. Mm. It's like he, he is able to listen to her and internalize like how to react to various stories in her life, but he can't read her like emotional cues. Yeah, yeah. And she's pretty like good at communicating so what far, she wants. Yeah. So bef- before we talk about the serious stuff, the shower scene was just... Lots of noises. So trashy. Too much noise. They had an oral. They had a. What was the oral competition? They were trying to this? see who could give the other oral sex first. That sounds like something that you do when you're like 14. It was bad. Bizarre. It was bad. And when she talked about him like lifting her up too high, I like had a physical gag reaction. <laughs> uh, the, the, the just. Uh. I win the competition. 
there's just like this classic like filming the door while people are banging in the shower that always happens on the show that is so trashy. And the thing is, it sounds too clear. So they had to have put a mic in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. They they are definitely mic'd. Like, you can hear the kissing noises. But they're, like, in the shower, giving each other oral. But there has to be, like, a boom mic that they just set up in the bathroom before they filmed. (laughs) They can't film in there, but it's mic. It's like softcore porn. Anyway. Yeah. Um, post-shower banging, she's getting ready for her date. She's really pumped that she can see her whole self in the mirror because there's no mirrors in prison. Anyway, there's, like, not big ones, big enough. Um, no, they're made out of a different material, so it's, like, yeah. distorted. and So you can't make a shiv. Sure. No, it's literally why. No, I know. Like, mirrors can kill people. Yeah. I thought it was interesting, though. She talked about corresponding, as she calls it, with a few different people while she was in prison. And she didn't make it clear if she, like, continued that correspondence after she met Marcelino. I don't know. It was unclear. I mean, the only thing that she said is that with Marcelino, it was very different. Yeah. Which, sure, I mean, I believe that. Yeah. But, yeah, it doesn't really say how far that that correspondence actually went. Yeah, I was confused. Like, maybe she was trying to play people for tricks, but the only one she actually felt anything for was, I don't know. I'm hoping we'll learn more about this, or it might cause some more drama later. Yeah. But, um, Mars, so they go on this date, and they're at dinner. Marcelino asks her. It's night one. She's been out of prison for fucking, like, what, six hours? If that. No, I think more like two or three. Oh, my God. And she, and he says, I need to know where you want to be five years from now. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, can't you just have a nice dinner and have a little fun? He's like, all business. On the one hand, like, you think you've had time to think about this stuff in prison, maybe. I don't know. But this is what we speculated on, like, the first time that we saw Marcelino was that he wants to put rigid structure around. But the thing that's weird is, like, he asked this question and he completely rejects everything she says. You know what I mean? So yeah. she she doesn't want to answer it the way that he wants. And it bothers him so much. You know what it is? It's almost like he, in his mind, had a script for how this was going to go. Yes. And then she immediately veered it off course, and he is incapable of, like, course correcting. Right? Mm-hmm. It makes me... It almost like, like, how could you be in the Marines, but like not be able to improvise. I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't know. It struck me as like, he's like a Sergeant. He like follows orders and he expects things to be orderly and organized and to be one specific way at all times. And she is not that, I mean, her response right away, I thought was great. I thought it was really like the right thing to say. I mean, I think this way personally, I don't plan my life five years in the future. My wife kind of does. Well, how can you? You can plan for it, but... You can have goals. Yeah. Right? I mean, maybe a better question would be, what's your goals? Yeah. Because, like, yeah, what... He he phrased it in such a way that really bothered her. And what she said was, I want to live a life that makes me happy unconditionally. Great. Done. Like, what... Why is that... What was that so offensive to him? I don't know. And she's, like, clearly, like, a free spirit. A little bit... I don't want to say hippy-dippy, but... She seems like she was in touch with her emotions, and she just seems a little free-spirited um, in a great way. Like he immediately is, is being so controlling. Yeah. And she says, like, she doesn't want to set expectations. She doesn't want to make major plans. And she doesn't really, like, 
take the bait. Like when he, she doesn't make any concessions, you know, when he pushes her, she really sticks to her guns. And one kind of creepy cue, like, did you notice how he was taking her plates of food away? Yeah. What was that? It was like weird controlling, like manipulative thing. Like he was mad. And so he was acting out by being even more controlling and like putting new plates of food in front of her. Like you will enjoy this. You know what I mean? It was so weird. I, I I don't know. I couldn't really. I didn't understand the plate thing. I did see him like taking them away and stuff, but I I didn't like understand what was happening there. Anyway, trouble in paradise. Um, I I am upset, but we knew this would happen. I didn't really think it would happen so soon. Yeah, and Brittany <clears throat> even she says in her ITM, she's like Marcelino can be aggressive and dominating, even though you know he is such a sweet person seemingly. Right. So I think that we're going to see more of that play out. I think out. he's a sweet person if everything is according to his parameters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he, in one hand, he like really wants to do everything for her, but he also, he wants to fix her. And he's he's not going to let anything get in the way of his plan of fixing her. Honestly, it seems like as long as she stays away from drugs and alcohol, I don't know how much fixing she actually needs. No, she seems like really down to earth and actually very together, very emotionally. Stop um, putting alcohol in front of her and yeah, she'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anything else on these two? No. Didn't Moving even, on to three. Didn't even she say as soon when they got out of jail and she and he picked her up that she can't drink? Yeah, I thought that they talked about it. It was like the it. first thing that they talked about. And he was joking like, no, thou, no fun, no fun. And we thought that was cute. But no, he was serious. He's going to be like putting liquor in front of her. It's not like, cool. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's the same as Scott buying Lizzie heroin. <laughs> like, you know, you just don't. Uh. Yeah. Threesome. Threesome. Megan is better now because Michael's feeding her lines like, I want to do special things for you and surprise you. So she's all good. Making up a weird line of bullshit and now you feel totally happy about the relationship? That She is massively delusional. Her brother is... Not having it. Not having it. He's like, uh, this is dumb. (laughs) He he breaks down the entire situation. It's really funny. Her brother is like on it. I really like him. I'm really into the brother. Another checkbox here is camera crew in the hotel room or in her room, lights off, and then she pretends to like wake up. It's, oh, yeah. Like at this point, come on, we've seen it so many times. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. And then... We, so there's very there's very little Megan in this episode. There is, because we see mostly like Sarah waiting for him to get out, talking about, again, just like reminiscing about being a single mom while he's been in jail. Um, you know, Sarah tells about how Michael has cheated on her before, and they, quote unquote, made it through that. But when he comes out, it's going to be perfect. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. She has uh, like a breakdown when they, when they meet. It was kind of sweet when, when she was just like completely losing her shit. It was. <laughs> the king and queen t-shirts. But here's the thing. So the big, the big like dramatic threesome reveal is that it's, it's almost seems like the producers tricked him. How so? When, so he says... Uh, Michael, in his one of his first ITMs, the Uh producer asks him, like, producer asks him, like, what would you think? Like, were the king and queen T-shirts a little weird? And he says, no, because Megan's my queen. Oh, good. So, but he says that about the shirts he was wearing with Sarah. Yeah, I was confused by that. It almost, I, I wonder if the producers tricked him into (gasps) saying that Megan got on the shirt. Or that Megan was the queen, even though he was wearing the shirts with Sarah. Ooh. 
Yeah, I don't know. So they kind of teased that he doesn't feel anything for Sarah, even Mm -hmm. though they're married. He's really about Megan, but who the fuck knows at this point, right? Yeah, who knows? So a little backstory on Michael and, like, (laughs) cheating scandals aside and womanizing aside, it's kind of fucked up what's happened to him. Like, he was 15. He was tried as an adult. It's really hard for me to feel like he's a victim when he carjacks someone with a gun. I just don't. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Of course, you can be a victim of the system. And maybe he, yeah, maybe he got more time. I'm sure he had like a garbage public defender. Oh, yeah. So like by when he entered the system, mm-hmm. I I totally could understand like him claiming that the system failed him because he was a juvenile. And maybe he should have been treated differently by the system. But it's really hard for me to feel anything but just like. I would just like to hear listener comments on like, okay, so this is my thing. And I I don't know how I feel about this because it's not something I think about You know he grew up in Flint, right? So That's my next comment is like. It says Flint, Michigan. That that's rough. That's a fu- that's probably one of the roughest areas of the entire it's, country. It's might as well be a different country. Yeah, it's, 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 he can't even drink the fucking water. No, it's bad. But I mean, this is my thing: is like, what's the point of trying somebody as an adult if they're not an adult? Then, like, why do we have two different systems and just try everybody as an adult? How does that decision get made? It gets. You're made not between... an adult. You're not a fucking adult. Well, it's one. So of, why are there different rules? It's one of the potential problems with the system is that that decision is entirely up to the prosecutor oh really absolutely yeah but the prosecutor's always going to want to try them as an adult because not necessarily can't... because it's a higher bar oh so the okay. fact that he was convicted it means that the crime was extremely serious and violent in nature okay you don't do that because you carjack someone and you just happen to have a gun the prosecutor did that because he probably felt like there was there was other violence involved potentially with the gun, like mm. maybe like pistol whip someone. That's speculation. I don't know, but it they they really generally don't do that unless it's an extremely violent act as as well as like a carjacking. Okay, I mean, I like or maybe I said, he I don't also had other. There were other like extenuating circumstances, right? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know like a lot about. I remember like way back in the day. God, this must have been like twenty years ago. Um, in the D.C. area, there was that guy that was like going around shooting people out of his car with his son. The D.C. sniper, yeah, yeah. And the <clears throat> son was tried as an adult. I don't know well, why it happens I remember all the, that. It happens all the time, usually in cases of extreme violence, like rape, murder. Yeah. So it, it, was, it was a little surprising to me, but I'm sure that he's whitewashing it. Yeah. By saying, you know, it was just a carjacking. I had a gun. It was more than that. There's no way you don't you try someone in Flint as an adult if it was a nonviolent crime. It just doesn't happen that way. Because there's so much crime there anyway, you're saying? Like they would. Not, I mean, I think that prosecutors in Flint are sensitive to the situation. Mm. And I don't think that it's their MO to just put everyone in jail. I mean, maybe it was when, maybe it's just different now because of the, just how exposed Flint is as, as a terrible place to grow up. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, it would be, I should look up some stats on how many. I guess what I'm saying is maybe the prosecutor, like district attorneys in Flint are more sensitive to the kind of, I don't know. I don't know if it's a, calling it a cultural issue is the right way to put it, but like the actual reality on the ground of being poor in Flint. Yeah. It's not great. I would be, I I meant to look up some stats before we did this podcast and then I did it of um, how many 
men uh, between, you know, ages 15 and 25 have actually been in jail that are from Flint. I bet it's 50% or higher. Well, in the entire country, it's like 20%. Yeah. Of black men. Of black men, yeah. Yeah. Um, if if any comments of listeners, um, if you know of anybody that got tried as an adult, I'd be interested to hear about it. Like if it it would be interesting for me to hear of people getting um, tried as adults uh, for like drug charges. I'm sure that nonviolent there are, drug charges. Yeah, there are probably some laws in place that specify specific situations where you must be tried as as an adult. Mm. Like. You're over 15 and it's murder and it's first degree. You're always tried an adult. Kind of like a three strikes law, right? It varies like by a, state, I know, because you know, with the definitely. Washington, D.C. St- sniper, that was the point I was going to make, I forgot, um, is that they tried him in, I forget which state it was, but specifically in that state so they could try him as an adult because they wouldn't allow it sure. in Maryland or wherever else. No, they, I'm sure there are there are guidelines where you can't do it. Like, yeah. Maybe you can't do it at all in California. Mm-hmm. I guess what I'm saying is, is if there are, if there is wiggle room, and it's a it's a maybe it's up to the prosecutor. Wow. It just seems like the prosecutor shouldn't be the person making that decision because of course they're going to go for like the maximum Well the prosecutor sent, has like the, the ma- prosecutor has authority to even charge them at all. Yeah. That uh, yeah. God, there's so much legal stuff I want to read about now. <laughs> it's, I find it really interesting. Like, Well, after you're done listening to this podcast, <laughs> listen, to stay, watching... listen to Stay Tuned with Preet Bharara. That's a great legal podcast that talks about a lot of this stuff. I'm, I'm too busy watching reality television to do my legal studies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else on these guys? No, that's about it. They yeah. didn't have much. Uh, um, ex- uh, predictions for next episode? Ooh. Well, I, for... I have to fix my DVR because my DVR, for whatever reason, does not record the previews of next episode for Love After Love. You have it, to like, set cuts it. Off. You can set it to five minutes. I know. Before, I, five will, minutes I will. I yeah. will. But t- so tell me about what what's happening. Uh, I didn't set it. To- God damn it! <laughs> so I didn't get. I didn't really get all the. Pre- I got like the, a little bit of preview. Um, but I think that they're it, Sarah and Megan definitely don't find out about each other yet. No. Um, or at least they didn't tease it. Uh, it sounds like Clint has some sort of breakdown, but again, that could be like two episodes from now because they, they never like. It's going to be about money. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I think that Tracy's definitely using him. I mean, do you agree? I think that the question more is, is, is she aware that she's using him? Yeah, sure. But she seems like she's on board to get married. Like, right. Remember, she tells the, um, Hair girl, she's like, yeah, she seems he's like gonna she's gonna propose. So maybe but we see the proposal we'll s- next week. Yes, that's what we'll see. What we'll really see is what happens when the funds run out. Yes, the budget. Oh, good. So, like, but he has that credit card from his parents, and I wonder if they put a limit on. Don't it. use it. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, so I, I predict that there will be a proposal next week, and perhaps some beginnings of money troubles. But how long till Caitlin's pregnant? <laughs> Oh my god! Well, oh, that's that's the other part of evidence that I need to dig into. But um, some her cousin was on Instagram ranting about how she has children. Oh, and plural. Wow. So I need to investigate that. I got a bunch of I got two DMs about it, but I just I haven't gone online to look at it. Wow. Okay. Well, let's wrap it up. So, how about some would you rather's? <laughs> Love after lockup. Would you rather's? <laughs> All right. You go first. All right. Would you rather have sex in the woods or have an oral competition? 
that one's just very abstract, but I thought. Woods. Yeah. I, I felt like, yeah, the oral competition was very unsettling for me. Very strange. It really doesn't make sense still to me. <laughs> Who would you rather take to the dentist? Oh, God. With urgency, Scott or Matt? I feel like there's still some hope for Matt to kind of look normal. <laughs> I take Matt right away. Yeah, he's like, it's like kind of if you're in the ER and there's been a, you know, catastrophe. Yeah. And there's like people that are almost dead and there's people that have a chance to make it. It might be a bigger waste of money because he might just do meth again and then all, all the rest of them will fall out. All right, always that op- there's always that chance. I have one more. Okay. All right. You Would you rather... You have to put, I tend to violate parole on your resume <laughs> and your LinkedIn. Never. Or you have to wear Tracy's dress to your next job interview. Oh, wow. That is a good one. Damn. Oh, my God. Which would be worse? I feel like in the era of Me Too, I could probably get away with the dress. I'm never putting parole violation on my LinkedIn, <laughs> so I'm going with the dress. I could rock it. Understandable. I might just like you know pull it down. It I'm has a little to be, shorter than her. It has to be the same size. Yeah, as well, her dress uh-huh. right now. Wait, like the same size as her dress, yes. or like size to my proportions? No, no. Literally the dress. Okay, well then it wouldn't look so trashy on me. It would be a little baggy, and it would like you know it'd be longer. I'm very short, so like she's definitely got a good four or five inches on me. Yeah. So okay. it might not look that trashy. It would. Okay. I think you would literally be hanging out of it. Yeah. <laughs> My boobs would just be showing because, like, the armholes would be too big. You, yeah. <laughs> you would have to, like, bungee cord it around you tighter. <laughs> Possibly. All right. Well, well that wraps that up. That wraps up episode <laughs> four. Um, we'll be back on Sunday. Yeah. You won't have to wait that long for the next episode. If you have to uh, watch this episode and you and you haven't watched it and you need a way to do it, remember, Sling TV, go to our website, 90dayfiancenews.com slash watch. And we will hook you up. And then uh, visit our website to also look at our Love After Lockup Cray Cray store. Get some silly stuff on there. It's so fun. And finally, um, if you don't know, real quick. If you've just listened to this podcast and you've only you're only a Love After Lockup fan, check out 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. That's our biggest podcast, our most popular one. That's where we got started. And starting today, yes. we are recording Married at First Sight. Married at First Sight Cray Cray. Subscribe and give us a review after you listen. It's so fun. And for everybody that's left us reviews on Love After Lockup Cray Cray, thank you so much. Thank we really you. appreciate it. It, yeah. it really helps the podcast. It helps other people find our podcast so and keep sending us postcards from jail we want to learn more about jail we really do <laughs> and thank you for everybody who dm me i was on vacation without a lot of internet for 10 days so if i didn't get back to you i apologize but i will read through all of the messages keep uh dming me on instagram follow me at reality cray cray that's where i talk about love after lockup and i think that's it yeah thanks guys we'll see you on sunday thanks bye